Channel Attitude subscribers, we will be rolling out an upgrade to our site in the near future to improve site performance and your experience. So sometime within the next few weeks, you will receive an email requesting you to recreate your password for the upgraded site. To ensure this email doesn't go to your spam folder, please whitelist info at channelattitude.com. That's info at channelattitude.com. RSS feed URLs may change for some of you. If that happens, you can grab the new one in your dashboard when the upgrade goes live. Your feedback and suggestions have helped shape this upgrade, so keep those coming in the future. And again, the email is info at channelattitude.com to whitelist or add to your address book. Be on the lookout for that email over the next few weeks. Hello everyone and welcome to the Hampage, well did I say Hampage? I mean Rampage, Uncaged, right here on channelattitude.com via Hamid Media Group. I am your host Jimmy T and my co-host, he is always my partner in crime, he is Christopher Ams. You know what, I can't give your intro any justice and to be fair, you give me always a great intro. I should start doing my homework for you dude from now on, as a matter of fact. Yeah, you know what? I'm uh, I'm I'm perfectly happy being known as the guy who does the great intros. Uh, but yes, I'm Christopher Ams. That's A M B S, like Lambs with Noel. Bullshit. First thing in the morning. If you ever forget how to spell my last name, don't worry, folks. I'll just remind you at the beginning of every show. I do. <laughs> Beautiful. Well said, man. I can't believe I called it ham page. First of all, I mean we might as well call it ham page at this point. But um, after all the blood and guts, I mean, was this blood and guts part two? Blood and guts Friday? I mean, what the hell did we just see? This was a mess, dude. I don't. We, we were <laughs> talking right before we went on air, but like, it bears repeating. I don't know. Like this show and Wednesday are starting to feel like they're just marketed to somebody else. I, like, 
and whoever it is that just loves this shit and is just like, yeah, fucking blood, man, thumbtacks yeah. and broken fucking glass, bro, yeah, like whoever the fuck that guy is, I am super stoked for him that he's happy. <laughs> I can't fucking stand this shit, bro. Ah, uh, look, man. Uh, first of all. When you have this type of matchup, right? Isn't it supposed to be like a blow-off? Yeah, it should be the end of the feud. This is how the feud is supposed to end. In a parking lot brawl. Or in a cage match. Or whatever. Like, uh, it, it, It's so but, simple, Jimmy. Like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't need to be so fucking complicated. But they just... <laughs> they just want to throw stuff at you. It's like... It's like they learned nothing with the WCW with WCW's like uh, demise. Run. Well, right. You know, like one of the things that WCW was kind of known for doing is that they would give away stuff on free TV, right? Like they would give, like just randomly on a Nitro, it would be like, oh, tonight we're gonna have Randy Savage versus Bret Hart in your <laughs> main event for the U.S. Championship, and you'd be like, holy fuck, that's a great match. I want to see that fucking match. But, like, that's such a great fucking match that, you know what? I'd have paid to see that fucking match. <laughs> I'm not going to now because you're giving it to me for free. Heck, dude, uh, they even did Goldberg versus Hogan for the World Championship on Nitro. Think about it, was, right? I, I, I get why. I, mean, I, I do sort of get why they did that. That actually yeah, turned I know, out but, that, well. but they had a reason, though, Chris, because yeah. they were at war with WWE at the time. It was yeah. a completely different situation, unlike... AEW, who who they're at war with themselves, not anyone a, else. A, a, AEW and WWE are definitely engaging in a skirmish of sorts. <laughs> it is definitely a skirmish, not a war. It is nowhere near a war. And listen here, TK, you Mark Tard, you are secondary. It is what it is, bro. I don't know why you're like getting upset over what Triple H said. He even had the decency to come out and say, I know Cody didn't say it. Actually, he talks like this. Hello, everybody. My name is Tony. And I know Cody didn't say the words. Well, I know I know Cody <laughs> didn't actually say the words. Uh, it wasn't his words in that uh, in that video that they showed. But uh, but we're not secondary. And uh, we're not going to be secondary at all. In. And, uh, you know, we're the number one. Uh, we're the number one uh, wrestling show in, in the UK. And uh, also... In Cambodia, so <laughs> fuck you, uh, Cambodia. Heck, they they're probably number one in uh, the Isle of Tonga. Yeah, <laughs> shout outs to all my tokos out there. <laughs> I mean, seriously, yeah, exactly. But uh, man, look, uh, look, we we had a train wreck of an of a dynamite episode this past Wednesday. If you want to get our opinions on that show, you can check us out on the Wednesday Night Skirmish on the PwC Network. But um, then we go on to tonight with Rampage. We've got more fucking, <laughs> like a cluster of what the fuck. And let's just hope this coming Saturday for Collision that we don't actually have to sift through a lot of wreckage. I mean, seriously, Chris, because they're going head to head with SummerSlam, right? So, I mean, do you pull out all the stops? I mean, you, can you beat a PLE? 
I mean, you're not going to beat it, obviously. I mean, well, I mean, th there might be more people watching because, I mean, PLEs, like, people have to actually pay for them, right? Right. But, I mean, SummerSlam is a big deal. It's, it like, the WWE markets it as if it's the second biggest show of the year, although I think it's probably third. But Yeah, I'll um, say third. Yeah, after the Rumble and Mania. Um, Nothing beats the Rumble for number two. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know, like, they might get more viewers, but, I mean, if the WWE sold 500,000 PLEs, they'd be pretty fucking stoked about stuff. That would be a really good number in 2023, so, I don't know. They'll, they'll probably, you know, win, but they're gonna lose some viewers, and it sucks because last week they just started coming up, right? Like, Collision just started to see, like, the you know, the rise a little bit back up above 700,000. So it kind of sucks that they're going from that to now they're going against SummerSlam. And it, it's almost like Saturday's a bad night considering that the biggest wrestling company in the world does their pay-per-views on Saturdays. But what do I know? Wow, what does any of us know at this point? I mean, that's what's bizarre, Chris. The fact that TK, does he, does he have like a... A, you know, like a hand-on reality man, like for real. Like, does he see what's going on around him, or is he that much of an airhead? I mean, he certainly <laughs> seems to be that much of an airhead, Jimmy. I like the guy. <laughs> he got. I mean, and listen, it's not just him; it's the people supporting him too. Because all oh, of these absolutely. people on Twitter getting angry about the about about uh, Triple H saying that it's a secondary company. That's exactly the right word for the second biggest company in the world is secondary. If you're right. like, if, if McDonald's called Burger King the secondary fast food restaurant, they're not being mean. That's the number two restaurant. That's they're they're not things, as right? big as McDonald's. That's just <laughs> how it goes. Sorry about uh, your damn luck. I don't know. <laughs> That's literally the word. It's literally the right word. Like, Triple H used the exact right word to describe the second biggest company in professional wrestling. They are secondary. They are secondary. They're literally secondary. <laughs> like, literally secondary. I know, man. It, it is what it is. So, don't have a KLTK. Just relax. You're number two. Congratulations on being number one in the UK. Whatever. Whatever that means. I know the UK is a big market. Don't get me wrong. But... But number one, but that's a good segue, actually, Chris, before, because before we do get into Rampage proper, I want to talk about All In, because it seems like, it's funny, because have you seen all the reports going around, and I believe we were kind of the first ones to talk about it before anyone posted that shit, you know what I mean? We were talking about yep. this, this past Wednesday on the skirmish, and, you know, we said it, I mean, do you blame them for booking a week show? At all in well, you, when they already sold eighty thousand tickets, dude. Uh, yeah, but you sold eighty thousand tickets. It's going to be a huge spectacle. It's going to be something that, like, if it goes off well and if it actually performs, like the biggest, like they're calling it the biggest show in the world. They're calling it the biggest wrestling show in the world. Maybe the biggest wrestling show in history. Which again, it's not by any metric. <laughs> there are there are at least two or three shows that have had more 
more tickets sold than are going to be sold to all in like but it's still a gigantic accomplishment that they sold nearly 80,000 tickets to this thing like it's big it really is a big deal congratulations i'm not being facetious that is a big big deal now you've sold the fucking venue out now can you deliver something okay when you think of really really big arena shows right really really the the biggest of shows right you're talking about uh, SummerSlam and uh, Bulldog versus Brett, right? Right. You're talking Absolutely. about, uh, you know, like when you think about really big shows, you can think about the the matches that they had, right? And what you know what happened at these events. If if the biggest thing that's going to happen at this event is Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho, we're in trouble. Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho, bro. <laughs> I mean, seriously, think about that for a minute. And 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 don't forget our main event of the evening. It is supposedly Adam Cole versus his new bum chum in MJF. I mean, with no heat. With, with no heat. No. It, well, heat. there is heat, but you know what I mean. Like heat for each other, just no heat for the match. But, I don't know, man. Look. This is, again, it's their fault for scheduling this event a week before All Out. Because clearly, they're all in for All Out. They're all in. They're all out. The next one after that will be all shake <laughs> it all about. Yeah. Great. <laughs> good for them. And that's what it's all about. Absolutely good for them. Well done, TK. Have it your way. Whatever, man. I mean, shit. One delusional we're, we're, motherfucker. We're, hey, we're just going to keep rolling with the fucking Burger King references. Have it your way. Um, <laughs> the burgers are better at Burger King, actually, Chris. Oh, the or, burgers are way are better they? at Burger King. Yeah, yeah. The fries suck, though. Like, man, Ooh, if, they could, they do. if they could get something that approaches McDonald's fries, they'd be great. Oh, um, nothing beats perfectly salted McDonald's fries. I just want to say, they changed the fries at Burger King down here to, like, thicker sort of fries. I don't know if they did that with you guys, but... That's what happened huh. in the our neck of the woods. And they're even worse. I'm honestly not sure because we don't have a Burger King where I'm from. I'll tell oh. you tomorrow. I'm going to Winnipeg. So, <laughs> Well, really? There's no Burger King around? No Burger King where I'm from. No. Damn. Bro, bro the, oh. the town that I live is 300 people, right? There's nothing. I oh, know. That's true. And I know that. That's nothing. the thing. I mean, you've showed me around and it's literally in the, in the sticks, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I love that though. That's the thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we we do have a comment from Facebook user. Um, we do. If you want to put that up? Because I'm not signed in. So, uh, Facebook user says I can't hear, but it's probably because it's like 4 a.m. here and our ISP not awake. I don't know what that means. Uh, but why? But why isn't there a Hameen national holiday there like <laughs> Veterans Day? And respect given. Like renamed Bin Hamin the Great. Uh, yalla to I'm that. <laughs> yalla to to Bin Hamin to 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 the Almighty to the Great to the Wonderful. <laughs> you know we're not worthy, etc. etc. Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar. Mushallah to Bin Hamin the Great. <laughs> hey man, to well, whoever Facebook user is, we couldn't agree more. I mean. Bin yeah. is one of the greatest minds in all of pro wrestling, and I legitimately mean that. I mean, I don't have to tell you. You just listen to his peers tell you. I mean, a lot of people tell you. And he's a Rip Rogers guy. 
I mean, Bro, he's been he's trained by some, one himself, of the best. And he surrounded himself with other brilliant wrestling minds. Like, man, I love listening to, like, I love, like, Ben could do a great podcast with anybody, right? But when he does a fucking podcast with Strangler or with Vet, yeah. I- I'm just, I, like, don't don't get me wrong. Everybody on Hamin Media Group is fucking great in one way or the other, right? But when he does a fucking podcast with one of those two dudes, I'm just like, I literally just feel like I'm sitting at the goddamn learning tree. I feel like I'm listening to, like, wrestling's Moses and Abraham have a fucking conversation. I'm just like, this is fucking awesome. Uh, right. I mean, who needs Muhammad or Ahmed at this point when you got Bin Hamin? Just saying, yalla to the Ayatollah himself in Ben Khamen. Exactly. Yeah. Not, not that. Not that other guy that you mentioned. Not that. Not that Muhammad no. guy. No. Or that Ahmed guy. Or the Ali. You know, with the you know Shiite and the and the Sunnis, they got different. I don't know, man. But anyway, there's only yeah. one, and that's Bin Hamin. That's right. Just Bin. Well, just Bin. Well, let's get into Rampage, actually, Chris. I mean, was there anything else we needed to talk about before we got into Rampage? Anything we missed? I, I don't think so. If you're listening to this, you're probably already aware that the Facebook page got deleted. Oh, yeah. So if you're right. not, uh, go find the new one uh, on Facebook. Hang on a second. I'm going to find out what it's called. Um, it's, it is called Hamin Hum- Media oh, Group Group. Uh, <laughs> group. So, group. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, very, very HMG. Um, but yeah, if you if you haven't already found it, go look for it and uh sign up to join. And probably me or Jimmy will will let you in. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> how that'll work. So <laughs> Yeah, it's funny enough, we do have a few requests already, but since we're doing an actual show, sorry peeps, we can't approve just yet. But we are live on Facebook via the new group and what did I say group? Group. I group? mean also yeah, and also on the Hamin Media uh, channel on YouTube and on Twitch. So look out for us there. But otherwise, we're on channelattitude.com, where for five bucks you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling. And we got Liz in the house. Liz what up, Liz? Liz? What's up? What up, Liz? And she goes on to say, if it was the biggest ticket sale in the UK, then you should make it a huge deal with something that means something. Not have Cole and MJF as the main event. You're right, Liz, but um, this is TK we're talking about here, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what more can we say about this guy and the way he's so far booking this event? Yeah, dude, it's like, th- th- and this is what I said on Wednesday, right? And it's what I've been saying. It's what I've been saying to everybody who's asked. You know, like I, I saw that on Twitter, like like maybe a week ago, right? Somebody posted and was like, I think it was Bully Ray actually who posted and said something to the effect of. Oh, you know, like they've got 80,000 tickets sold. You know, wouldn't it be cool if they just didn't announce anything for the... No, of course it wouldn't be cool because you want to take advantage of the fact that there are 80,000 people fucking in your arena, right? If you've got 80,000 fucking people in the arena and you don't have advantage that you possibly can of that fact, then you are a fucking 
idiot as a promoter. If you know you've got 80,000 people in the arena for your show, then you make sure that as many people around the world who can't make it to the arena see the fucking thing, want to be there, hear the arena shake when the gigantic main event that you've set happens, when they're just and they're just fucking raucous for it, right? Just fucking losing right. their minds and instead we're going to get MJF versus Adam Cole, Bay Bay. There's going to be zero heat going into it. Why the fuck is this the main event? I, I, I love these guys, and this is and they one love each other. This is one situation where I would honestly say, hey, maybe the world championship doesn't need to go on last. Maybe we can find a bigger main event, something with some real pop, something with some real oomph, right? Let's and again, pizzazz. you're going back to the UK. <laughs> You're filling up Wembley again, right? Wembley's been filled up before. Who main evented last time? British Bulldog. Whose son is not, you know, signed to made, you know, to anywhere major right now? The fucking British Bulldog. Like you couldn't go out and get Bulldog's kid, you know, and give him two months of build to something. You couldn't go out and get like. There's so many, there's so many opportunities that they absolutely just fucking missed. And man, if you don't take advantage of the fact that there are eighty thousand fans, if you don't, if you don't do everything you can to get every single fucking eye you possibly can on this, I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't. Failure doesn't even begin to 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 touch what it means if you if you don't get as many people watching as humanly possible yeah i mean it's you know it holds them into good stead if they were to do that but for whatever reason look maybe we're we're jumping the gun a little bit but to be fair i don't think we are because let's be honest man it's what like a week and a half away is that all it is too Jesus yeah Christ. i think a week and a half or two weeks I mean, so think it, about it that, literally dude. does not matter what they do now. Like, it does not matter what they do. They have fucked up the main event. Like, it's two weeks away to be fair. Yeah, that's what even I'm saying, if it's dude. Two weeks away. If you have fucking, if you have MJF come out and shoot Adam Cole's mother in the head next week, <laughs> it still won't have enough time to build enough heat for it to make sense in front of eighty thousand people in the UK. If one of those guys was British, maybe. But they're not. They're not even Englishmen in the main event. And you're trying to fucking sell that as your main event with no heat with two weeks to go. Well, like I said, there is heat just for each other. That's that's the only heat that we're getting between Actual these two. tension is not the same thing as heat, Jimmy. Well, <laughs> it's heat. Especially when you chuck in uh, Roddy Strong. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? Because he's acting like a butthurt ex-boyfriend at this point. But whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, fuck Roddy TK. Strong, Roddy Strong in a fucking neck brace. That screams main event. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How long has he been in that neck brace for already, man? I don't even fucking know. Why is he in the neck brace? I don't even remember that. Uh, I think it was Jericho. Yeah, I don't remember. I swear to you, I asked Jeff the same thing on the show because I don't remember it either. But apparently, I think it was Jericho and one of those guys that did it to him, man. I just never saw it. <laughs> so it has absolutely I mean, nothing to do with the program that he's currently involved in. Cool. Absolutely nothing, actually, Chris. Nada. 
<laughs> Zilch. So why the fuck is he still in the neck brace? Oh, Just take it off already. Oh, well, anyway, whatever. It is what it is. And Chris, you might have to help me out in this match because for whatever reason, my feed was a bit messed up in his first match and I couldn't really see it properly. So I kind of... Uh, I don't, heck, I missed a lot of this match, but it was Keith Lee and the Hardy Boys defeating the Blade, Kip, uh, or Kip Sabian, and the Butcher. Yeah, their their new their new big re-signing, Kip Sabian. Uh, really, really, you know, <laughs> getting getting their money's worth already out of Kip Sabian taking a loss Oof. right away. Um, yeah. I don't know what to say about this man. It was sloppy. I mean. Yeah. Does anybody like Kip Sabian was the only one of, of the six here who actually seems to know what he's doing? And I, it's uh, funny like, because a lot of people say that about Kip Sabian, even I can't stand him. And listen, I know the Blade is actually a pretty good professional wrestler, but it, I, I honestly kind of all, also believe that like if you're in a shitty promotion, if you're working with shitty workers constantly, and you're constantly doing shitty things that make no sense, if you're constantly being you know talked up as like oh they're really dangerous in a battle royal but they never win anything ever 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 in four fucking years um no you're not dangerous no you're not somebody to be feared no you're not a butcher and a blade you're lit you're the jobber <laughs> and, and the blade. you're the jobber and the fucking jade i don't know what to fuck even call you like <laughs> jade fuck man i i don't know I, the, the match was bad like really really bad it was sloppy and who gives a fuck like <laughs> shit we're, we're totally shitting on this show and this company right now but fuck it's it true deserves I mean, it jimmy no, it, I, does. Like, it does jimmy, when they do something good they get fucking flowers from me they get all kinds of flowers man when they they had that fucking main event a couple weeks back now between ftr and uh and, and Jay gold, White. gold. Yeah, and right, i right. just i showered them with fu with fucking flowers right for that Absolutely. whole night they got an A plus at the end of the night from me. I gave them the highest grade I could possibly give them. I talked about how much I loved it. I tweeted about how much I loved it. I Facebooked about how much I loved it. But when they do stupid shit with no build for no reason, and it's just a bunch of nobodies who have no story and no connection and no reason to be in a tag team, when it no leads reason. to nothing, when it builds to nothing, when it has zero impact on anything else going on, then it's going to get shit on, Jimmy. I don't care. This fucking match was crap. I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> Well, I just want to bring up something from the chat because Javi Uchia says TK should have brought in Nick Aldi. Or is it Nick Aldis? I <laughs> get it. Aldis. <laughs> yeah, Nick Aldis. No, but I'm talking about the supermarket Aldi. But anyway, um, and saved the other match for All Out. Right. I mean, you're 100% spot on, Javi. But the problem is it almost feels like Nick Aldis is blackballed in some weird sense. I mean, WB don't get him. AEW doesn't seem to want him. How can you have a talent like him? And we're talking about David Boy Smith Jr. earlier, right? How, you know, he just doesn't get a look in. And when he does, he gets fired in like three months, right? I mean, what's going on with Nick Aldis, man? I mean, how can you? I, like, uh, I just don't get it. 
I, I have heard that he's he's interested in signing something with WWE and like a in like a backstage that, right. like a backstage type backstage. type of role, I guess. But I I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. And you know, this would have been a really great opportunity. I mean, TK just loves throwing fucking money around. Apparently, the he Young Bucks it. signed, and they've they've signed for more money than any tag team in the history of professional wrestling. So awesome. You know, fuck the road warriors. Let's get more young bucks. Um, so he's got no problem spending boatloads of money. How in the fuck, when you knew you were going to Wembley and you knew that you were going to try to to sell out eighty thousand tickets and you were going to try to just make this into you know as they're calling it the biggest wrestling show of the year, the biggest wrestling show of all time, the biggest. They've had two months. And they couldn't have signed Nick Aldis and Davy Boy Smith and had them build to a, you know, British Commonwealth Championship match to headline. But wait, wait, wait! It, but you know who they do bring in? Not only are we going to get Will Os, uh, Ostrich or Osprey, whatever. He's a bird. He's an ostrich. Ugh. You know, same thing. Anyway, but we get the fucking Grado. Grado. Doesn't he yeah. come out to like a virgin by Madonna or something like that? Oh, fuck me. Well, he uh, is I, like a fucking virgin. I'm sorry. We, we don't like have him. A, He's funny. But... We don't have enough silly shit in AEW. We don't already have enough comedy acts. We don't already have an Orange Cassidy and a Downhausen and a, you know, fuck, man. Like, we don't already have enough comedy in AEW. We got to go out and get more haha. We need Grado too. Yeah, bring Grado along. Don't Fuck. get me wrong, his entrance is something else, right? Like, I remember seeing it years and years ago on the independent scenes over there in Europe. And I must admit, as weird as it is, him having Madonna as an entrance song kind of just goes. Like, the crowd get into it. But isn't it like a virgin? Isn't it what he's fucking coming out to? Is he coming out like a virgin? I mean, I look at him. Are you telling me he's fucking screwed any chick out there? I'm just saying. I mean, have you seen British women, Jimmy? <laughs> oh, God. Shout outs to our British listeners. I mean, it's a, shit. It's a low I mean, bar to hurdle. Teeth. Let's be real. <laughs> We're assholes, straight up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and like uh, Javi said, well, yeah, like he says, I heard rumors about Jeff Jarrett facing Greater, which is exactly what's happening, apparently, when the obvious matchup should be OC versus greater oh my god it makes sense though it makes total sense but liz with one of the best comments of the evening saying maybe we'll see brit and mjf in a compromising position which will prompt the breakup <laughs> liz you're you're a gun i'm telling you that was great i mean maybe but instead we're gonna see adam cole and mjf maybe actually this goes out to you liz maybe brit busts MJF and Adam Cole in a compromising position, and that forces the breakup. That that's uh, that's money right there, Jimmy. You're you're cooking with fire. Uh, Lizbeth also <laughs> said Samoa Joe put strong in the oh. next race after the match for the Owen Hart well, Cup. So that shows how much I fucking know. <laughs> Great. Somebody actually knows why Roddy Strong's neck is in a brace, and my <laughs> point still stands because Samoa Joe is nowhere near this show. Has nothing to do with the program, but Roddy's staying with the neck brace. Cool. <laughs> Big Ray Hernandez. Yeah. 
is in the chat. Big Ray, what up, buddy? Um, Big I'm Ray glad, Hernandez. Glad to see that you weren't murdered or stomped to death in the riots that happened in New York today. Um, what? Just great stuff all around. Apparently some, in, in apparently some idiot fucking YouTuber held something and the, it just turned into a big fucking riot because it was supposed to be a giveaway to give away like a bunch of PlayStations and then it all just fucked up. <laughs> Why have <laughs> I heard this fucking sitch before, man? Uh, I mean... This is New York. I mean, this is all American major cities right now, <laughs> but New York specifically is fucking ridiculous. And Jerome Hall is in the house. What up? What up? Ah, uh, both Wonder Thanks Twins. Just... Hi, yeah. Twins. The twins are in the house, Liz and Jay. Well, anyway, that was that little discussion. Like I said, we'll see the breakup, but I think you know, it'll be Baker busting the boys. Just saying. Um, anyway, let's go to the next segment because we see the kingdom talk about their history in Ring of Honor with Adam Cole, baby. They used to be tight. I'm sure they were. Because actually Cole was part of the kingdom once upon a time. But Adam later abandoned them. It's typical Adam Cole forgetting about his real friends. And that's that. Anything to really say about this? And why are they even getting involved in this stupid fucking whatever the fuck is going on? (laughs) Jimmy, how long have the kingdom been signed by some company owned by TK? I I don't... (laughs) Whether it's this one or the other one or whatever, TK has owned the rights to the kingdom for a while now, right? Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, you know, he signed them for that other company that's under the same company, but it's not really the same company, which right. is uh, that Ring of Horror brand. Are they the tag team champions in that <laughs> company at least? Um, good question. I have no idea. No, because Aussie Open. Are the tag team oh, champions? Yes. In but that they other do company. have a trios titles as well over there in Ring of Honor. Oh, of course they fucking do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the, but my okay, here's my point, right? My point is who the fuck are the kingdom? And why in the fuck are the kingdom being added to your main event spot when we haven't seen them? I don't know who the fuck they are. I don't know why the fuck they're involved. I don't know why the fuck they care. And the only time I've seen them wrestle, the only time I have seen them wrestle for this company, Jimmy, (laughs) they've lost. Yeah, they're losers, bro. They're losers. I mean, straight up. And I like Matt Taven. We've got Mr. Canalis as well. I mean, there, there goes his career. Once WWE labeled him as Michael Canalis, that was it, dude. It was done. I, I, I actually thought that the that the the whole like lover angle between him and Maria had some legs. I think they should have really went with it. I think it could have done well, <laughs> except that you know Mike wanted to do drugs and drink instead of you know perform <laughs> professional wrestling at the time. So, <laughs> Jesus, oh man. Well, Big Ray Hernandez says, I'm actually at the train stop where that moron did that thing here in NYC. There you go, Chris. Fucking dumbass. That's crazy. I've got to check that out, man. I, I actually haven't seen it. But anyway, let's get into the next segment, shall we? Because we see... Claro que sí. Yeah. Well, we see the Young Bucks. And they say it's time to get back to the tag team division as they counter the Hardys backstage. Matt Hardy challenges them to a match. The Bucks say it would be great to face the second best brother tag team of all time. And the match is set for next week on Dynamite, which, you know what? 
I love these four guys' chemistry, and I'm going by their Ring of Honor matchup a few years ago before AEW was actually a thing in a ladder match. That match was, uh, yeah, look, it was spot fest, don't get me wrong, but it was pretty nuts at the time. If it's going to be anything to go by with that, I'm sure we're going to see more spot fest, Chris, and I'm sure you're looking forward to it. I am not at all looking forward to a spot fest between these two teams one of one of whom uh, do not how do not know how to have a wrestling match and one of whom are too beaten up and old to have a professional wrestling match so basically we're going to have damn near 50 year old Matt and Jeff Hardy being put through tables and doing extremely dangerous spots i really honestly pray that nobody gets their fucking head broken in this abortion of a fucking wrestling <laughs> match that they're going to have. I well, 10 years ago this might have been a cool match to see. I I don't get it. And it was 2023. It was almost 10 years ago that match happened. It was on WrestleMania weekend when the Hardy Boys ironically returned to WWE. It was the night before. <laughs> Literally the night before and then they turned up on on at WrestleMania and won the tag team championships funny enough. But like Javi says in the chat, but can the Hardys work at that at that level anymore? No, that's the problem. Unfortunately, especially Matt Hardy and and Jeff Hardy is just a a fairy now. I mean, he just he's just you know when he does that zombie thing when he walks out sometimes. Yeah. Have you seen that? He's uh-huh. literally that gimmick now. He's just a zonk. He just walks around like, yeah, man, it's all good, man. Yeah. Cool. I mean, he's just a fairy, bro. He's become a fairy. Cool. We, we get we get more of this shit from these fucking chuckle fucks. I, I'm just I'm chuckle tired fucks. of Ooh. I'm tired of the whole fucking thing, man. I I can't stand <laughs> the Bucks. Cannot stand them. They I have literally never seen them have a wrestling match, Jimmy. All a I've ever match, seen from these fucking guys <laughs> is spots. Here's here's the spot, and then the next spot, and then we do the next spot, and then we do this spot, and then we do this spot, and then we do the next spot. Guys, which spot well, are we meant are we meant to do? Oh, just no sell that move. We need to set up for the spot. <laughs> oh, is it time for the spot now? Okay, I'll just walk over to the middle of the ring in spite of the fact that you're kicking me because we need to set up for the spot. Fuck those guys. And the Hardy Boys haven't been good for more than a decade at this point. I don't give a fuck. They should be called the Spotty and and Biscotti as one team and uh <laughs> fairy and friggin train wreck i mean ah, it is what it is man but we'll see but you're right it'll be a train wreck it'll be a spot fest it'll probably be ugly but all the aw mark tards are gonna eat that shit up and just chant a-dub a-dub like like they do anyway we want tables <sighs> that's a thing now in professional wrestling not just in aw but even in WWE. I mean, they're getting more violent spots and they still want just plain old tables. Yeah. Just don't, yeah. but just don't give it to them. Like, don't. Just don't <laughs> Excuse me. Right. Just don't give it to them. And instead, okay. they all give it to them. It's okay. Like, if you, if you took, if you took professional wrestling to its logical conclusion, there are crowds. And I, I mean, there are probably millions of people like around the world, Jimmy, you could probably get at least a million people to watch. If you promised that you were going to execute somebody on live television, you would probably <laughs> get a million people to watch that. You don't give them that because it doesn't work for the company long term. 
Stop giving us 50-year-olds going through the fucking tables. Give us wrestling. Give us <laughs> professional wrestling. Well, yeah. But we get amateur hour instead. Well, anyway, speaking of amateur hour, actually, I'll take that back. The next match actually surprised me. It is Anna J, and it's Sky Blue. It's ass versus ass. It is every Mark Tud or AEW Mark Tud's wet dream. Uh, but you know what, dude? I'm going to say this, and I'm dead serious. This is the best match I've seen either one of them in. This I'm, was the match of the night, and it's not close. Straight up. It, it's, I, I, I can't believe we're saying that. But I truly mean it. And not because of how hot they are or how nice their backsides are. I'm talking about legitly the match itself uh -huh. was actually fucking pretty decent. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really was. They, 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 no, nobody, nobody got hurt. Nobody stepped on anybody. Uh, they seemed to have pretty good timing with one another. Um, the finish looked pretty, like, looked pretty believable and nasty. <laughs> um, yeah, they're and this this match actually moved forward the whole like you know tension between Chris Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society because you know it was kind of unclear who Chris Jericho was like cheering for in this match and he was he was you know I I'm really proud of them and I really want them to do well you know and I don't I, I don't know maybe we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens kind of thing like Chris Jericho is not great on commentary. But this was a good place for him on commentary because it it actually moved uh, you know it moved a very small portion of this story forward. So yeah, definitely the match of the night. Yeah, I mean spank my ass and call me Charlie, but it's true. It was legitimately the match of the night for me and you, I guess. So I'm glad that you thought the same way because I thought I was going crazy. I legitimately thought I was going crazy. I'm thinking why. Why is this match a lot better than what it is? But it's true. I mean, and good on them. Clearly, they've been training, I guess, because they both sucked not long ago. Yeah, no, and hey, listen, I mean, uh, props to them, right? Like, they're getting some time Absolutely. on TV, and they went out there, and they did a good job. So, yeah, good job, both well, of you. Yeah, good job. Absolutely. Well, the match ends basically with Daddy Magic distracting the ref. While Parker jumps on the apron to distract Sky Blue, as Blue slaps him in the face, but Jay grabs her from behind and locks in the Queen Slayer for the win and the tap. And that's that. I'm still confused about this Jericho Appreciation Society, or it's not. I just, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on with this storyline, but it's a mess. That's all I'm going to say. And speaking of mess, this was silly. We see Chris Statlander cutting a promo on Mercedes Martinez ahead of their TBS title match on Collision while Statlander is squatting up and down with Renee on her shoulders during the interview. Um, Chris, should I be scared? And what the fuck was she talking about? I have no, I have no idea. I know there was something she said that stood out for me, right? But I've forgotten it. I should have wrote it down and I didn't. Oh, but you know, she was. You know, you know just what bothers me, shit. Renee, is that people like Mar Martinez can come in here Masu and just, and, and just get a title what? shot when 
when last week she was complaining about about something about about stuff that happened and there was other things and the then the and and then the, the 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 thing happened that was the stuff that was the thing and it was like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Statlander sucks, bro. Sucks. I thought she wasn't an alien anymore. The fucking dialogue here too. sure sounded like it was fucking written for an alien. <laughs> Maybe she's the ultimate warrior reincarnated as an alien. The ultimate I, man, alien. I wish she was half as fun <laughs> as the ultimate warrior reincarnated. If she was the oh. female warrior and that was her gimmick right now, and she had face paint and she was just cutting crazy fucking, like, <laughs> abnormal, insane fucking promos well, about how she's going to make the fucking plane nosedive and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would fucking love that. That'd be great. That would actually she be great. She should have tossed for it. She should have tossed Paquette, man, just to the side and say, uh, who was she challenging again? I've freaking forgotten already. Mercedes See what I mean? Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez. There we go. She'd be like, toss Paquette and say, Mercedes Martinez, I'm coming after you. You're done and dusted. And that's that, right? But instead, she, she said, mommy's back. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you you need to you need to Mommy, you know really? clean the you need to clean the toilet and 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 uh, and, and, <laughs> and make and, the bread and blah 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 because mommy's home and fry the eggs. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, the only fried egg I see, sweetheart, is her herself. I'm just saying. Yeah, mommy's home, except she's not the real mommy. The real mommy is in the. Biggest company in professional wrestling, not the secondary one, and that is WWE. And the thing is, don't you just make her look even more secondary when you compare it to Rhea Ripley by calling yourself Mummy? Yeah, you've got the Wish version of Rhea Ripley, and uh, <laughs> you know, also the guy main eventing your biggest show of all time has arms that are literally smaller than like every muscle I have on my body. I mean, literally every muscle that I have on my body is larger than that guy's arms. So yeah, wow. maybe you're secondary. Maybe, maybe that is the right word. Maybe secondary is exactly right. Sorry. Fucking hell, man. That's just bizarre, bro. But anyway, speaking of secondary, uh, we see they, oh God, this is, this is embarrassing, but they cut to the parking lot at Daly's place, Chris, as we God. see Paul White, formerly the giant, or the big show, shall we say, and mm. Tony Schiavone announcing that Pac is injured. That's <laughs> bullshit. Straight up bullshit. But wait, but wait, there's more, Chris, because after that, they also go on to say that the Lucha Brothers will face the winner of the parking lot fight next week on Dynamite in a parking lot fight, I think, if... If that was correct, or am I confused? Oh, there's just all kinds of parking lot stuff going on. There's just, <laughs> I mean, we we can't we can't possibly just have a wrestling match or anything. We got to do, we got to indulge John Moxley and his fucking nonsense. Oh, Come on, man! God. I love this shit, man. <laughs> Come on! I mean, look at how sweaty he was, too, bro. He looked like borderline. He was ready to pass out. John Moxley is like you know what it you know what it really honestly reminds me of is like John Moxley is like the gladiator who went into the <laughs> arena 
And then oh, like, boy. you know, the crowd was like, okay, no, you guys both did great. You know, let's, let's let you guys survive. And thanks for the show and everything. John Moxley is the gladiator. That's like, no, I have to kill him. <laughs> it's like, yeah. bro, like <laughs> calm down. You like, you don't, you don't, don't fucking tell to, me to calm down. You don't have to fight the lion. <laughs> we don't want to see you get eaten. We want to see you tomorrow. Like, you know, come back and do some more stuff like the next time. Right. Like just, just recreate a cool battle that we won before. And that'll, that'll be fine for us. You don't need to, you don't need to fucking die every single time. And he seems to feel like he needs to die in order to fucking entertain people, bro. Like, stop it. Stop. Okay. And if you need some fucking whiskey in order to get this shit out of your system, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's okay. Go have a drink. I like. Yeah. Here, get back on the booze, bro. For back, your sake. Get back off the wagon. If this is what the <laughs> fuck you're doing on the wagon, get off that motherfucker. Go find some whiskey. <laughs> you know what's funny, though, Chris? I prefer him when he's on the fucking whiskey, bro, on the terps. What has he done that's good since he came back, Jimmy? He's he's literally you know what's happened here? I feel like he's had a midlife crisis once he fucking you know went cold turkey. Mm-hmm. And he believes he's a different person suddenly or some shit. Because honestly, if this is how you are straight Moxley, god damn it, pal. I'd rather you smashed. Just not your body, just I'm saying, you know, stay high, my friend. Just I prefer you that way. Bro, like seriously, I like Listen, I I live I, I live in the middle of nowhere, right? But like, I can find some meth, right? Like, if you need <laughs> meth to get you back to like wrestling good again, I'll I'll bring you some meth from straight up here. I have no idea if it's good. I don't do meth, but like, I'll bring you some meth if it means that you can get back in the ring and do something fucking decent. Because this is just. Everything, I mean, literally, Jimmy, what has he done since he came back from rehab that's been even remotely good? He needs to wrestle the fucking Cody chicken, the bad body. (laughs) And that will pop me. But uh, yeah, he's done what? Nothing, bro. Same old shit every week. And just like Liz says in the chat, she goes on to say, I was like, what the ever loving fluff am I seeing here? Well, that makes three of us, Liz. I mean, At one point, I legitimately thought like that Claudio's knee was fucked because he took like dude, a back body drop onto we'll it. We'll get to that match. We'll get to the match. Thing. Right, and there was a lot to actually point out. But before we get to that, we do have another match to, to actually go over. But before I do gloss over that match, the the fact that they said that Pack is fucking injured popped oh, me, bro. It popped me. It truly popped me. I was like, yeah, okay. Pac is because going back home now because he exactly. doesn't fucking want to be here full time. <laughs> Do you blame him? No. <laughs> no. You'd like... be like, oh, fuck this shit, lad. <laughs> I am fucking working this crap. I can't even give his accent justice because he's hard to understand sometimes. He's very hard to understand sometimes. Um, yeah. Pac. Apparently he's injured. And oh. it's it's devastating for the death triangle which is a thing again what even though i it, forgot about even that though it wasn't and now it is again though and they're, they're the death triangle again but there's only there's only two of them now because the one of them's injured and the other ones are are spanish and they have no fear and there's a there's an abraham indians and all uh, the what? other shit abraham, 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 what fuck man what? 
I hate that eyes just glaze man. over fucking talking about this shit sometimes. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, <sighs> yeah, right. The I fucking mean... stories change so goddamn often in this company, and then they they don't. They change and then they don't. We're getting something new from Pac. Oh, Pac is going to join the the Blackpool Combat Club. That makes sense. He's from England. Oh no, he's he's just kidding. He's back in the fucking death triangle again. Uh, yeah, more like death to your career in the triangle. Uh, whatever, man. I guess we're back to squares, triangles, circles, mm-hmm. and, you know, pretty much all sorts of shapes and sizes. The rectangle of doom and... <laughs> the triangle of terror. Remember that? That was actually a real thing. But anyway... Fuck that shit. Let's move on to more. Fuck that shit. Actually, look, again, I'll take that back because it is the Fox. Yes, I said Fox and a swerve in Strickland defeating Logan Cruz and Tashawn Perez. Like, uh, I will say this. I'm starting to actually dig the fact that AR Fox and Swerve are together because I think this time on this show, they looked more like a unit, especially with Prince Nana, you know, coming out, fluffing him up and shit. They looked good in this match, although they gave they gave these jobbers way too much, in my opinion, bro, for my liking. Okay. Um, I like the pairing of AR Fox and Swerve. I think that they both have unique offense, and they look but- like they, you know, they could probably be a really good tag team. What is the group that Swerve Strickland is in charge of? What is the name of it? Isn't it the the Moguls affiliates? Oh, Where the fuck they the, are? The 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 Embassy of Mogul affiliates. Oh yeah, the Embassy. Wait, I'm confused. Isn't the Embassy something else? Wait, the the Mogul Embassy, Embassy Moguls. The, Mo- the Mogul Embassy. Sure. The Mogul Embassy. So, what does that even mean? What's a Mogul Embassy, bro? It's nothing. <laughs> it's the same thing as a Death Triangle. It's fucking nonsense. Um, there's no such thing as Death Triangles no or Mogul. Thing. Mogul fucking... Embassies and the, the, <laughs> embassies. the kings of the Black Thrones and the the houses of darkness and what elevators. Is and... Cartoons. Whatever the fuck. Anyway, um, my point was, if you're in the Mogul Embassy, right, you should probably have your roles explained to you, right? You know, the 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 thing about True. the thing about you know really good factions in professional wrestling is that people kind of knew what their place was, right? If you were Buff Bagwell in the NWO, you weren't getting a shot at the world title. Fuck off, Buff. Like that was not happening. Hey, but he was still right? the stuff, though. He's still, you know. I mean, you got to give him credit, right? The girls just can't get enough. But... <laughs> that was perfect. But anyway. uh, but everybody had their their place, right? The outsiders they were going for uh, for the tag belts, right? And you know, Buff Bagwell was going for the TV title, and Conan was going for the U.S. Championship, and. You know, the, everybody sort of understood their place in the faction, right? I, instead, we've got 
a team like you know the 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 embassy uh, the fucking mogul embassy it's such a it, 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 <laughs> It is Mogul fucking, Embassy, right? It is the fucking anyway, the embassy. <laughs> that what they have of is what? What they have <laughs> I'm is I'm serious. The, right. the big the, the the big team of like big guys that we saw like a month ago and I was like, Oh, I like these guys. These guys are a pretty talented big man group. There's the one black dude with the dreads and then the, the Samoan guy, right? Oh yeah, yeah, know, yeah. I don't know what their fucking name is. I they forgot seem, their names already. They seem like a perfectly reasonable tag team for your for your group, right? For your stable to have as a tag team. They're a really good tag team. That could be your tag team for the group. What a novel idea. But then they have another tag team, which is Big Bill and fucking and Little Brian, right? The vanilla Big gorilla. Bill and yeah. Little Brian are, are are a tag team. And they get a shout out on tonight and we talk to them and they're excited for their tag team championship match that they're going to have, right? They're going to go for the tag team titles. So I guess fuck the black dude with the dreads and the big Samoan guy because these are your tag team, right? Oh, and by the way, your leader of the group, he just had another guy join. And what the fuck are they doing? They're having tag team matches. So you have an entire group of people and it's all just tag teams. Why would you do that? It, 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 like and a fluffer. No, you can't be the tag team because we're the tag team in this fucking group, right? That like that. If I get the tag belts, then I'm gonna have to defend against you within our group, within our stable. We're gonna have to fight because we don't have roles that make sense for a group. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's fucking. I think so retarded jimmy this whole thing is just so stupid but this play devil's advocate here now if i was tk and i was you know retorting your response i would say well chris those other the, the, that black guy you're talking about and that simone guy they're in ring of honor so they're and like in the different wtv <laughs> And that big motherfucker, that big Bill, that big William guy, and uh, that that vanilla gorilla, they're like uh, floaters. They float around. Floaters. <laughs> floaters, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say, man. I can't do the TK uh, voice like Chris can. Chris does it the best, man. I mean, please, you got to do what he was saying and try and explain himself what all this shit is it's an embassy but it's not it's a it's a it's an embassy <laughs> but it's a mogul embassy so yeah like, like a mogul they're embassy. like moguls but they're they have embassies in different <laughs> companies because they're moguls see <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's great that's good write that they're down moguls. Somebody write that down okay. oh man that is fucking golden go get, and tell us why about the See, now I'm asking TK the question. But what about the Samoan guy and, and, and the black guy? Um, well, we don't like <laughs> to use labels here in AEW. <laughs> so those two excellent professional wrestlers that you're talking about, they um, <laughs> Jesus. They actually don't – well, they don't work for AEW. They work for Ring of Honor. But every <laughs> once in a while, because Ring of Honor doesn't actually have television or any uh, – <laughs> You know any ability to sell or make anyone excited i have to have them on this show 
So that's uh, that's that's where those two professional wrestling gentlemen come in. I'm not going to refer to them as the black guy and the Samoan guy, even though that's all anyone really knows them as. <laughs> that was perfect. That end part well, was brilliant, bro. Oh, well, I think that's enough questions for the evening, TK. You drive me nuts, and I have no idea what's going on anymore. Chris. Okay. In- Thanks. <laughs> Uh, okay the way you did that bro fucking hell man that is so fucking good man you you know one day you got to do a show like just doing that like talking like that just but on your own like explaining i'm telling you it'll be a ratings fucking boom for everybody if you do that it's like hello everybody it's it's tk (laughs) your favorite your favorite boss but i'm going to show you something and i think i got the answer why he's the way he is and I'm sure people <laughs> know, but it is. I don't know if you've seen this going around TikTok at all, Chris, but it's I fucking good. I, and I it's... think I've seen the picture that you're going to share. Right. And it's AI generated though, which makes it even funnier. This is what AI fucking did. And it's so fucking funny, man. And while I get that to show everyone, because I mean, it doesn't give just unless I show the pictures, uh, like it doesn't, I can't give it justice. So I'm going to bring it up right now. But again, mogul affiliates uh, to embassies of, I don't know, haven't I? I mean, I don't have a clue. I don't know what they're the embassy of, but it's an embassy. It's moguls and embassies, just like TK said. I guess that's what it is. But see, I'm still confused, though, because where does Swerve sit in all this? Isn't he, didn't he buy him out? I thought he bought him out. I, I'm done trying to figure this out. Let's move on. All right. Well, look at this guy. I mean, seriously, <laughs> that is that is so golden, bro. I mean, that must be qual- grade A quality Colombian disco shit right there for TK, bro. I mean, look at him, the dirty prick. He's even. I in mean, the f- I'm not gonna half-ass something, you know. If I'm <laughs> well, gonna explain do this, I'm TK. Gonna, I'm gonna go all in on it, you know. All in, <laughs> all in. Oh boy. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Oh, anyway, <laughs> that made my day. Let's move on, shall we? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, did I mention that Swerve and uh, Fox end up beating those jobbers? Yeah. I probably didn't, but they did. But um, next, we have the latest edition of QTV, Chris. And this, speaking of bizarre, we just, well, the shit we're just talking about was bizarre. But this was kind of bizarre also because QTV says, I think Johnny TV issues an open challenge for anyone to face him in a trios match. I think Chris, is that what happened? That is, that is the gist of it. Yep. Nothing here was funny or interesting at all, but the splits at the end by Johnny TV was blasphemy, funny, stupid, and just wrong in so many ways, bro. God, I, I wish, I wish they would do something with him. I've uh, <laughs> every single place he's been, slutty. I've thought, man, they could really do something with this guy, and he just doesn't seem to catch a break anywhere. I mean, the the WWE brought him back, and I thought maybe you know, I thought at least they'll put him in like the Intercontinental Championship division kind of thing, and he'll have like a run with the IC title or something. No, he had to be a tag team with the fucking Miz. Like, 
you put your most exciting <laughs> worker with your least exciting worker. And I say that with all due respect to the Miz, who I think has had a hell of a career and deserves a ton of credit. for Absolutely. He's, he's Teflon at this point, Chris. I'm telling you. But you put one of your most exciting workers in a tag team with probably your least exciting worker, and there you go. That's what we're doing with Johnny. Uh, he goes to AEW, and he's put in the fucking QTV group. So, Yeah, yep. I mean, you can blame this fella. Just saying. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? He's having panic attacks right here <laughs> over something. I mean, this bloke. Anyway, yeah. Pretty weird, retarded, but it still cracked me up. But just doing the splits while... Was that fucking... Did he legitly do that, you think? Or was that special effects of some sort? Yeah, probably did it. He really can do the splits. Like he <laughs> No, really no, no. Is, Absolutely. But, but the way he slid on the red carpet, do you think that was legit? I don't know. Probably set it up. It looks funny and dumb anyway at the same time. Well, speaking of uh, funny and dumb... <laughs> we see Big Bill and Brian Cage cutting a promo saying they will embarrass FTR and win the AEW World Tag Team titles on Collision. But I could have sworn I saw Big Cass and he's seven foot tall. And you can't teach that. And Cage, even though I was amused by your promo and I can't give it justice in what you said, you recovered. I'll give you that. But at one point, you stopped like a quail, like you were thinking what to say next. And you saved yourself right after the part where you said, I'm the vanilla gorilla. Because, dude, at one point he was about to collapse in that promo. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I'll say this and this and this. And now I'm a badass. You know what I mean? Yep. But uh, it was a bit weird, though. Hey, at least they're both in jeans. So it looks like Gene they're... And topless. Oh, no. Not both maybe, in, but yeah. Maybe that's going to be their matching ring gear. I, I really, honestly, I know it's a stupid thing to care about, <laughs> but if a tag team's going to be a real tag team, they should have matching ring gear. I Did, did I say, um, you know, it's funny. I brought up the triple uh, title on nah, Skirmish. Nah. Well, this is the na-na-na-na because we see Prince Nana once again over here creaming like he's ready to fuck these two. Yep. I mean, like, he was literally creaming his fucking panties. He's like, yeah, I love that promo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Love that promo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where's he vanilla from, gorilla. by the way? Where, where is... I'm where pretty is sure he's from the West from? Indies somewhere. Uh, actually, I'm going to look him up. I'm pretty sure. I mean, he's been around for years, dude. He was in that Ring of Honor, um, you know, for years, man. But... um. Let's see. I guess, I guess all those oh. years in the Ring of Honor and being from... Sorry, what country is he from? Well, get this. This is weird, bro, because even he's confused. Although Nana was born in the United States... Jeez, <laughs> I didn't even know. He claims that he is the son of a Shanti tribe member with royal heritage, and this is a shoot, and they're here to the throne of a Shanti in Ghana. Cool. So he's Ghanese and he's for, and he's he worked in Ring of Honor for a long time. Apparently yes. in Ghana and also in Ring of Honor, it's a really good idea if you have, you know, if you run an embassy that doesn't have yes. a country um, and also <laughs> um, have a place and then you, you run a company where uh, every single person has the exact same fucking job title. So cool. Awesome. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> 
Can we move on, well, please? I fucking don't want to talk about these guys anymore. Well, just quietly, Javi Ochia says he's from the embassy, duh. I mean, but what embassy, though, Javi? I, I need to know. Guts to know. Um, yeah, let's move on because it's your turn now, Chris. It's Mark Henry talking his little shit, hyping the parking lot fight. So you know what time it is, right, Chris? <laughs> it's time! <laughs> Remain of it! <laughs> Whoa. And now, before we get into this match, this freaking crowd that they had set up was the fakest setup crowd I've ever seen in pro wrestling. And I know it's a yawn job, believe me, I get it. But TK, the freaking tight ass prick, couldn't he at least give those guys some AEW shirts? Or so it looks semi fucking like it's like it's believable, like the actual fans. But instead, it just comes across as so fake. Well, and it was like the exact same setup as the first time they did a parking lot brawl or whatever. So, so it could have been filmed a year ago. So it, it's not. If you're trying to convince me that this actually is a brawl in the parking lot, you can't have it set up the exact same way the next year. That. It doesn't look real. But they did. It doesn't look legitimate. It doesn't look like an actual brawl in the parking lot. It looks like a wrestling company set up a really stupid match type where they could throw each other through fucking vehicles and shit. It did it doesn't this doesn't look at all legitimate, Jimmy. This doesn't look good in any sense of the word and also paul white on commentary <laughs> is fucking terrible like really really bad he's he's by it he's really by it yeah no he's bad bro i mean bad to the bone literally b -b 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 bad he shouldn't even be in this company anymore but you know what good on him he's getting a paycheck for doing sweet fuck all bro good for him <laughs> that yawn sums it up well speaking of good for them and good for him uh dude surely i, I feel like um moxie's got to be hurt from this match i don't know when this match was filmed but uh especially with the one best for temperetta dude he fucking got a hiding bro i mean he got slammed onto concrete into cars I mean, he fucking got beat up, bro. I mean, why would you... This is what I don't understand, Chris. Isn't the the aim of, you know, isn't the aim of the game here in professional wrestling is to make money? It's to make money. It You know, the basic, like, the most basic thing that you can possibly say about professional wrestling, right? Your job in professional wrestling is to right. make it look like you're hurting one another but not right. really Actually, hurt one another. Right, <laughs> exactly. That's the job. If you're but, hurting each other for real, but it looks fake as fuck, you're literally doing, literally doing the opposite of what you're <laughs> supposed to do as a professional wrestler. Now, I realize people will hear this and then will say, Chris, you're not a worker. What gives you the right to tell anybody else? <laughs> Because I understand the fucking concept. I know, right? You don't even have to be a fucking 
worker to I understand that concept. I don't need to be a worker to know that this was shit. I don't need to have wrestled in the past to know that this is not the right way to do professional wrestling. The point of professional wrestling, the point, the fucking point of professional wrestling is to make it look like you're having a competition with somebody wherein you're hurting one another without in reality hurting one hurting. another that yep. is the fucking definition of <laughs> professional wrestling that's the definition of the genre so if you're putting each other through fucking tables if you're breaking cinder blocks over each other's <laughs> legs literally <laughs> if fucking claudio looks like he broke his fucking knee at one point in this if uh, if Orange Cassidy's coming in so slow on that fucking oh man that he literally it's like the Popemobile, bro, on like he's fucking gonna die if anything happens, like if it looks like shit, if people are getting bloody, if people are getting fucked up, if people are potentially getting <laughs> injured, and this isn't even the fucking blow off, <laughs> you are Ooh. doing pro wrestling wrong, wrong. <laughs> wrong and not just that chris but get this it was all for fucking free on the third rate show all for free on your third rate show it's not the blow off we're just gonna have another match next week right because what well, why that's what's have... that's that's the plan we're just, <laughs> just gonna have another on match, dynamite but... <laughs> so we're gonna pretend remember how we were trying to figure out why the match on dynamite happened that three-way yep and then that match led to this match Yep. What's the fucking... Where's the hate, bro? I, Where'd the I hate guess, come from? I, I guess they're going to have a blow-off where they just have like a, a regular wrestling match. They're just It's just going to be oh a 60-minute time limit, three-on-three, oh, three, play make a that happen. <laughs> make that happen, TK. That would be the ultimate blow-off where it's just a plain old wrestling match. With a 15-minute time limit. It's a wrestling match with a 15-minute time limit, and the referee <laughs> actually enforces the rules. That'll be a blow-off. <laughs> wow. Bro, if they did that, imagine that, man. That is literally like bizarro world if that was to happen. It won't happen, but imagine it did happen. That would be awesome. I'm telling you, dude. That right there it is make money, me happy. <laughs> it would definitely make all of us happy. But no, we don't get that. We see Orange Cassidy, though, popping up. After Willa Yuta turning up with his screechy voice. And, and, and this is another thing, Chris. That screw driver spot was the dumbest shit i ever seen in my life. Dude, if you're stabbing a motherfucker in the head with a screwdriver that many times, you're dead. You're done. You're brain damaged. You've become retarded. You're finished. Who in their right mind was booking these spots, like in the back, if they were talking, Magic Mox was like, yeah, man, you the man, you're going to come out with a screwdriver and you're going to fucking, you're going to stab this motherfucker in the head. You're going to kill this motherfucker, man. But he gets up. Like, who fucking did this, bro? Who was the agent? And don't tell me Dean Malenko. Because if it was, because <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I don't want to say this. I love Dean. Poor Dean. Poor Dean, right? But he's still an agent in AEW, bro. And you know what's sucks. up with that. Dementia sucks. And this match, I know we used to use that fucking term, bipolar booking. 
and you know it's, it's gotten us heat unfortunately and we don't really use that term anymore but this is dementia fucking booking bro i i still use the term bipolar booking um well this was yeah that that spot is fucking ridiculous like again what's the point of professional wrestling it should look real and it shouldn't really hurt that that's the point that's the that is the point of professional wrestling if the spot looks like shit and you have to bleed it in order to like pull shit. it off <laughs> right like it's shit no the answer is no we're not fucking doing that spot if you have a wow. spot if you have a spot in professional wrestling where a guy comes in with a big fucking long sword, right? And oh he swings God. it and he hits somebody on the top Shwing. of the head, right? <laughs> he hits somebody right on the top of the head with your fucking long sword. And then what happens is they get a little trickle of blood, a little pap smear comes off of the fucking <laughs> <A> pap <forehead>. smear. <laughs> you should uh... know that that's not, you know, like a realistic reaction to getting a fucking long sword above the head, right? Like it should cleave a person basically in half is what a long sword would really do in real life right so uh, you reckon <laughs> so we don't do that in professional wrestling we don't do that because it takes the audience out you know of the show it takes it it takes the audience away from the kayfabe right it takes the audience it really makes it total bullshit bro yeah, and it, it makes it so that the audience can no longer suspend their disbelief. When the audience can no longer suspend their disbelief, which they're literally showing up knowing they're going to do, by the way. When I go to right. an Avengers movie, I know there's no real fucking Avengers. <laughs> I'm not a fucking I'm not a fucking two year old. Are you sure, Chris? Are you sure? I know the Avengers do not <laughs> exist, but I show up with the expectation that they're gonna do something in this movie. Right. And it's going to it's going to pull me into the story they're telling. Right. And I'm going to get I'm going to get engaged in the story and I'm going to want to see, oh, how is Tony Stark going to deal with this? You know, that oh, look at this threat that they're facing now. Isn't that an interesting <sighs> wrinkle in the story, et cetera. Right. <laughs> but if they had a, if they if they ran something in a fucking Avengers movie where Tony Stark didn't have his fucking armor on and somebody walked up to him with a fork and stabbed him in the face 18 times and the only thing that happened was Tony had a tiny little trickle of blood on his forehead I would leave the fucking theater fuck this, this is stupid obviously nobody knows how to fucking write obviously nobody knows anything about logic or storytelling, this is stupid I'm leaving, right? that would be my reaction that was my fucking reaction here if, if you can't do it if you can't put something in the fucking perspective, if you can't put something within the story so that it makes sense from a kayfabe, from a kayfabe perspective, <laughs> then you can't fucking do that spot. <laughs> man, Chris is on fire tonight, man, and he's ready to pop a nerve. That's what AEW does to you, folks. It really does. It drives us nuts. But... It is what it is, and that's the beauty of this stupid, fucking weird company. Nevertheless, though, Chris, we see the BCC trying to destroy Sue's fucking van with weapons because they're tough guys, man. 
as Mark stomps Trent's head into the windshield, which was brutal, which is good enough to score the pin for a win. As Mox continues destroying Sue's van as the show goes off the air and poor Sue is traumatized. And at this point, Chris, so am I. I don't know what I don't know what to say more than I've already said. I, I th- this was just crap. I don't know who this fucking show was for. I don't know who this show is being marketed to, but I'm really glad that that fucking dude, you know, he got everything he wanted out of this, right? This was this is this was somebody's fucking, you know, Avengers Endgame. This was somebody's fucking, you know, Inception. They they're going to walk away from this and just be like this was the greatest thing I've ever seen in professional wrestling. And you know what, bro? I'm super fucking happy for you. Super super fucking happy for you and all the surge cola you're going to drink and all of the fucking <laughs> You know, and all of the fucking like uh, uh, banana, banana, and just whatever the fuck, man. I I don't I don't I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm I'm happy that you're happy and good for you. I fucking hated this, and I've hated a bunch of what AEW has done lately. But this might be the most egregiously bad show I've seen, maybe ever. I mean, maybe ever in professional wrestling. It's, You're it's getting very knocky now, uh, Chris. <laughs> you know, the last few weeks, it's almost like you're going to be like, fuck this shit, I'm done. I'm not fucking doing this shit anymore. It's like you're borderlining fucking... And I don't blame you, bro. The fact that we have to watch this shit sometimes drives us nuts. Actually, not sometimes. It does, every week, especially the last few weeks. But the, the only saving grace for this damn company, for us anyway, is legitly tomorrow. Because yep. what's going on tomorrow, Chris? There's a bunch of good stuff that I want to see tomorrow. I, I, I'm really excited, actually, to see Big Bill and and uh, and Little Brian take on, you know, FTR. <laughs> I think that'll be great. What? Um, I really think it'll be good. I actually <laughs> sure? think that they're going to work that <laughs> properly. I think that you're going to see two big guys. The sloppy jalopies. Like big guys. Right. In, in a wrestling match, and I think it's gonna. I think they're gonna pull it off. I think FTR can have a good match with pretty much everybody, and uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next with CM Punk and his and his world title. I'm looking forward to see all that because Jeez, all of that title. stuff. Because all of that stuff, Jimmy, all of it makes sense. It does. And what does that mean, Chris? Because the day after, what are we doing right here on ChannelAttitude.com, Chris? Well, on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time, uh, after the collision, we sift through the wreckage uh, right here on HMG and uh, ChannelAttitude.com. Please tune in. We will be talking then. And uh, if it's anything like this, you're going to hear more of this top quality audio where I just absolutely (laughs) rip apart every fucking second of a show other than... Hey, Anna J and Sky Blue, they had a nice little match tonight. Congratulations. Legit. The only professional wrestling match of the evening. The only one. The only the one. The only one. That actually was pretty decent, as we said. And you know what, Chris? Before we do go, man, I think it's time to hit the fucking showers, bro, after this. Because I feel dirty watching this shit. I feel like I could be riddled with uh, hepatitis A, B, C, D, and mocks. 
I'm just hepatitis mox, bro. There's too much blood, bro. Too much. Uh, he's lost the plot. I just I don't get it. Every week, every week, bro. No, there's no sorry. Have a drink and chill the fuck out. Have a drink because it's actually twice a week now, Chris. We see these yeah. motherfucking bleeding twice a week. Wait till he hits Saturdays. Oh, please don't. Don't send Mox <laughs> to Saturdays. I don't want to see Mox on Saturdays. I really, honestly, like, if Moxley and the Elite could never show up on Saturday, I'd be totally fucking happy. I'd, I, I, would, <sighs> I would never be upset about that ever. That would make me just the happiest man in the world reviewing professional wrestling without those five <laughs> fuckwats. Again, blame this man right here. Um, anyway, insane that, Chris. What's what's your grading? I've got a funny feeling I know what it's going to be. Zed. I, like, <laughs> this is fucking awful. Uh, you know what? This goes easy top, bro. It's a Z for me. You said Zed, I say Z. Same old, same old, right? I mean, whatever. In other words, just like Meltzer gives his stupid fucking 10-star ratings, well, we're doing our version because it's beyond F. It's a fucking Z and a Z from the both of us, which means you suck. Bad. Like, really bad. Anyway, like, bad. And in saying that, Chris, tell them where they can find you because at this point, I don't know if we will ever find you if they keep going the way they're going. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. Uh, you can go there to see everything that I have to say about pro wrestling, politics, and whatever the hell else I feel like talking about. Uh, go check me out. I'm brilliant. Ha-ha. Um, also, you can find me on the PWC Network. Uh, this week, we're covering all kinds of things, professional wrestling. Uh, you can go there to listen to our review of uh, SummerSlam this weekend. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, also, you can find me right here on the Hameen Media Group and ChannelAttitude.com, specifically um, on this show, on the Smack Attack, and specifically, and I want to pull people's attention to this again one more time, Sunday mornings, 10 o'clock Central Standard Time, after the collision, we sift through we the wreckage. Through. The wreckage, exactly. That's what we do. So, yeah, find us there, and... Uh, Looking forward to seeing you guys there. Thanks a lot. Oh, and thanks, everybody, in the chat. Uh, we know it's a late one, and everybody's sort of hanging out with us because you're all crazy people who drink rock stars <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night. But we love you anyway, and uh, thanks for being Absolutely, man. I can't believe we still got listeners, man, at this time for this fucking damn show. But we appreciate it, man. Um, but in saying that, if you want to follow me, you can on the X, or is it the Twitter? I'm not even sure anymore, but it doesn't matter. At DJ Mass Effects, so look out for me right there. Also, like and subscribe right here to channelattitude.com, where for five bucks you get the best talk in all of professional wrestling, and we truly mean that. You will not be disappointed. Also, at hamimediagroup.podbean.com, where you can find all our affiliate shows, and at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com, where you can find all our other shows. Ah, oh, insane that. I'm flabbergasted. Chris is uncaged. And you've been listening and watching the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show right here on channelattitude.com via Hamin Media Group. And we're out. I am Jimmy T. That's Chris Sands. Olay. Peace.